tonight on Whiskey Waffle. Shivers is sort of like the rich kid who's not very likable. I mean, do we really need an excuse to drink whiskey? No, actually. Well, we don't. No. <laughs> it's like teabagging with its burdenness. <laughs> That's this episode on Whiskey Waffle, the podcast. I mean, cast. So, Nick. So, Ted. What did Santa bring you for Christmas this year? I don't know because we're recording in November. Yes. No, there's a peek behind the curtain of our um, uh, the glamorous life of a whiskey podcast recorder. What, what 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 special present do you think that Santa will bring you for Christmas this year? I don't know, but I'm hoping it comes encased in glass. Mm. And what what would what would that be uh, in particular? If you maybe like a light bulb or <laughs> <laughs> no, I am I'm hoping for a, a nice bottle of Tasmanian whiskey actually. But who knows? Mm. Who knows? But um, yeah. Merry Christmas to all our listeners out there. This is the very special Whiskey Waffle Podcast Christmas Special 2019. Merry Christmas, everyone. Or if you don't celebrate Christmas, merry celebrating another day of drinking uh, whiskey. I mean, do we really need an excuse to drink whiskey? No, actually. we don't. No, no. No. (laughs) Um, Podcast recording, that's a good excuse. Unlike the cynical Scott, our uh, good friend, we Mm. don't have sort of this um, hangover sort of feeling of um, Scottish Protestantism, which says that you uh, sort of can only bust out like a 12-year-old mm. on specialish occasions. And then if it, if it's anything over, it like has to be the death of a queen or something. Yeah, yeah. No, instead we just get regular hangovers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but anyway, this is the first of what we like to think our Christmas episode tradition will be, where all the odds and ends get shoved together in a random assortment for your listening pleasure. Delicious. Yeah, I've actually got something from our very first ever recording block. Really? To, to go out on this episode, Ted. Yeah, I can't wait for you to hear it because I've discovered it going through an old hard drive and like, this was quite funny. It's probably gone mouldy in the fridge by now. Yeah, I know, I know. But no, I like to think like a good whiskey gets uh, better yeah, in the barrel. Yeah. Is this one of those ones where we sound really kind of toast? Ah, uh, no, no, no. That's all of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's um, got some good stuff, but it also has... Freaking Paul in the background. Oh, yes. <laughs> Our very first recording block. Um, um, not only did I invite Ted around to uh, do the recording, but I, um, but my wife decided to invite the rest of the crew around to hang out in the room next door with only a thin door separating us. And a Glaswegian with a very loud Glaswegian <laughs> accent was yes. in full flight that evening. I, lo- I love how you describe him as Glaswegian. He's definitely from Sterling Way. Yeah, Alloa. true. Yeah, um, but, you know, I met him in Ayrshire. And in fact... Spoiler alert, he might be making an appearance later on this podcast. Uh, anyway, it's Christmas time, so we're generous, so we're going to shout out some of our loyal listeners. So let's uh, let's cheers to two number one listeners, shall we? Yes. Which, whoa, we, hmm, this could cause some controversy. <laughs> controversy. Um, let's, say, let's say the top top five. Okay, well, let, let's, because he, he's been a supporter for a, a long time and likes mm. to take an interest in what we do, mm. Merry Christmas to... Um, well, both of them actually, Dave and Carol and Taylor. Yeah, they, um, the T's, DT, yep. and DT, and Co. Our our uh, our homie uh, Cleon, mm, our home whiskey homeboy Cleon. Yep, Cleon sips whiskey. Yep, loves loves to have a bit of a chin wag. Mm. Also, is as we've discovered, is a gastronome of no small um, uh, no small skill. You just so. described him as a gnome. No, a gastronome. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. You know, yep. he looks good in a little hat. Yeah. Um. Anyway, also a shout out to probably our our spirit guide, our mentor, Mr. Matt Cooper. Hooray! I wonder if he'll ever actually get onto listening to these. Nah, probably not. Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. He's got uh, other things on his mind. But you know who does listen to these? Who? Rob. Yes. 
Yeah, Rob Simpson. Shout out to that guy. Tell you what though, Rob, you haven't written us a review yet. Yeah. Get on to that. Write us a review. You wrote one for freaking Mark Gillespie, so write one for us. Who else? Who else? Who's going to get offended if we don't mention them? Well, <laughs> we should, we should be- give a shout out to Rapidly Viv. becoming a wedding speech. Yeah. <laughs> we should give a shout out to Viv as well. Yeah. He's uh, He has very posh tastes in whiskey. I think, uh, I think Fliss might be more likely to listen to it than Viv these days, so yeah. shout out to Fliss as well. Yes, Fliss, please give Viv our regards. <laughs> right, so we've just talked about a load of people that you all don't know, except if they're the person listening, in which case, hi. Yeah, but it's Christmas time and we're feeling generous, but feel free, get in touch with us. This is a whiskey community. We love sharing whiskey with people, and if we can't share it with you in person, then we'll share it virtually with you via a comment section. Also, thank you, Santa, for the presents. Mm. Indeed, indeed. Um, so yeah, Merry Christmas, Teddy boy. Merry Christmas, um, Nicholas. Let's delve into Santa's sack of unused segments. Russell, Russell. Hey, (laughs) cheers. Lagavulin also comes from one of our favorite places in the entire world. Where is that place, Nick? Scotland. Um, (laughs) a little island off the west coast of Scotland by the name of Isla. That is, uh... Not pronounced Islay, as know, many people say it. We should, we should annoy all our future <laughs> listeners, all our prospective listeners, by calling it Islay all the way through the podcast. Now, Isla is special for in whiskey terms um, because it has quite a lot of distilleries on it for quite a small island. Well, it's, it's, it's about the size of Burnie. This island. Oh, good. Because um, <laughs> everyone in the world is going to know how big Burnie is. Let's put it out there. We're from Burnie. So, we are um... from Burnie. Uh, <laughs> Burnie is a city on the northwest coast of Tasmania, between sort of e- uh, west of Devonport, east of Wynyard. Um, it has about 20 odd thousand people. And is well worth a visit if you come anywhere near the southern hemisphere. Come and talk to us. It also has a distillery here, though, but we'll get to that in, in another episode. I think so, yeah, yeah. Ooh, unlucky 13. That's right, listeners, you hear correctly. We have got a brand new game on Whiskey Waffle, the podcast. It is basically a play on the old schoolyard captains thing that made people feel really inadequate about sports. But instead of 13 boys and girls lined up for a game of volleyball, instead, it is 13 whiskeys that we have lined up for our very own tasting session. Da, da, da. Yep. So uh, I've got 13 drams because six of them are going to be chosen by my colleague and six of them by me. Because when we do Whiskey Waffle Tasting Nights, we generally have six whiskeys. It's a pretty good number. Everyone's pretty merry by number four. Um, we have a good time. So if Ted has six and I have six and there are 13 in total, that means there's always going to be that one kid Left out at the end that doesn't get to play. Nick, I'd just like to pull you up on something here. What have I done? Volleyball, really? It would definitely have been dodgeball. Ah, yes, yes, true. It's all about the dodgeball. So I've got a, I've got a list. I've even written it down on a piece of paper. I'll read it out loud, but I'm also going to put it in the description of this podcast. So um, you can have a look at the list and you can consider which ones you would pick. But of course, as soon as one of us had picked it, that's ruled out then. The other one cannot choose it. So, Ted... Grab a copy of the whiskies. Thanks. No worries. So Ted has not seen this list. Um, I only just made it before, and it is a Scottish list. 13 Rocks. Scottish whiskies. I'll read them out, and Ted, as the visiting captain, you may have the first pick. But for our listeners' sake, here are the whiskies. Glenfiddich, 12. Glenfiddich, 18. Glendronic, 12. Balvaney, Doublewood, 12. 
Glenn Farkless, 15. Abelau, Abuna. Highland Park, 12. Oban, 14. Talisker, 10. Lefroig, 10. Ardbeg, 10. Shivers Regal, 12 year old, and Johnny Walker, Black Label. That's right, I threw in a couple of curveballs <laughs> at the end just to keep us honest. So, um, I'm going to pass over to my colleague Ted. We'll do some recaps as we go through. And then at the end, we'll both have six whiskeys each. Listeners, you have to tell us who do you think has the best tasting. Which one would you want to go to? Ted, what is your first choice? Okay, okay. So let's let's just lay some things out here first. Mm. Is the order that we select them the order that we're going to taste in? No, you can put them in any order you like. So you can put them in any order you like. Is yep. there any penalties for picking any particular ones, or is there nope, like do they have the- do they have different stats that like like can one kick the ball harder than the other? Nope, because we're dodgeball now, Ted. Not oh, yeah, volleyball. Um, no, not even not even football. Nope. There are just simply thirteen whiskies. Get in with the ones that you want the most before the other person gets in. This is basically schoolyard. Picking, you always pick the best sportsman first. So, ladies and gentlemen, I am going to go for the Ardbeg 10 as my first pick of the draw. He's picked the peated one now. All right, then. My well, you first s- you pick... Said, look, see, if it was in the order that we had to drink them yeah, in, I was... Yeah, you wouldn't pick them that. Yeah, I wouldn't have picked that one No, yet. I expect that the there's a few that I know will get left till last. Generally, that was me. Um, I'm going to go the... The Glenfiddich 18. Mm. Right. Look, I am going to go the Balvenie mm. double wood. Thought you might do that. Right then, I am going to go for the, the Abelau, the Abena. Mm. Mm. Look, I am going to go for the Glenfarclas 15. Mm. Glenfarclas 15, that picks a sherry one. I'm going to have to follow suit. My next pick is the Glendronic 12. Right. You got the Abunda, didn't you? I did. Aren't you crossing these off, Ted? No, I probably should be. I've been ticking mine. I haven't yeah. <laughs> I should. I should do something with uh, yours. So what have you got so far? You've got I've the got Gl- the Glendron 12, the Glenfid 18, and the Abela Abuna, which still leaves us out there. The Glenfiddich 12, the Highland Park 12, Oban 14, Talisker 10, Lefroig 10, the Shivers and the Johnnies. Look, I am. My next pick is going to be the Highland Park Twelve. Oh, you bastard! That was my next one. Yeah, I know. Freaking hell! I knew. I knew that you were gonna. Ah, uh, it's, it's that really good sort of midfielder. I know. So, I know. Or sweep, maybe sweeping defence. Yeah, that's that's made it difficult. Mm. Well, in that case, ah, oh, that case, I'm going for the open. Yeah, I was wondering if that's what you'd open fourteen. Mm. And see this this puts things a bit interesting now because it does. Oh, oh god, where am I gonna finish up? Do I want Okay, so mm. do I want like three peaty ones to finish off? I don't know, do you? Yeah, well here's the thing. There's still some good Peter ones out there. The Tauska, yep. the Lefroig. Yeah. But you already have Ardbeg. I already have Ardbeg. And I've also got Highland Park in there, which is like mm. sort of a, a, a semi-peat kind of. Yeah. Also remaining Glenfiddich 12, and then the two blends, Shivers 12 and Johnny Walker Black. Yeah. 
How many have I got so far? I've got four. I've mm. got to fill two more spaces. <laughs> You're making all of those uh, these whiskey standing in line nervously, wondering if they'll be picked. <laughs> really uncomfortable right now. It's like, yeah, I, I don't want any of you. Look, I just I, don't fit my team structure. Look, I'm going to go with the Glenfiddich 12. Yeah, thought you might, just for a bit of balance. Yeah. Well, see, that, that's where I was kind of going with that, because... Mm. If you didn't, I probably was going to. Mm. In that case, before you get it, I'll go the Laphroaig. Mm. Now, see, that's interesting, because mm. I wasn't... I'm not sure if you're going for it or not, but if you did go for it, you'd leave me in a spot. Yeah, no, I I was actually was leaving that one. Mm. Then, oh, this is... Yeah. <laughs> so, um, he's left with the two blends, Chivas and Johnny, black. Or the but also Talisca. the Talisker 10 is available. It is. It is available. Mm. Okay. And bear in mind, we're trying to make the most balanced tasting we can. Yeah, I know. And that's that's sort of what's concerning me mm. slightly. So if I start there... Yeah, I'm just I'm just teeing up my team and sort of working out where I want to... What formation you want to yeah, play? Yeah, what, what formation I want to go with. A 3-2-1 or a 2-2-2 formation. Yeah. Who's going to be your goalkeeper? Look, I am going to go the Talisker 10. Yep, you're picking it. Just for quality. Yeah. Got all single malts we- on display. Whether it gives me the most balanced team, though, yeah. that's that's the curious thing. Well, we'll leave it to the listeners, shall we? That leaves me with a final choice. Now, I kind of stepped in it somewhat that I, I left two blends on there. Only one of us needed to pick one, but at least I made my colleague think for a while. So it leaves me the Shivers 12 or the Johnny Walker Black. Listeners, what would you do? Um, I know a lot of people do have a soft spot for the Shivers, but <sighs> I'm not one of them. I think I'm actually going to pick the Johnny Black because I think the Oban 14 will follow that one nicely. Yeah, I'm going to leave Shivers on the table. Come with me, Johnny Black. Mm, interesting. All right, so Shivers right. 12. Shivers 12 is the unlucky 13. Shivers, Shivers, Shivers is sort of like the rich kid who's not very likable. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, by the fact that I did not pick it. Hmm. Hmm. Right, right then. So what's your final lineup, Ted? All right. So I started with the Glenfiddich 12. It's like, it's the whiskey, mm. isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I mean, we kind of like other ones, but <laughs> in, ter- in terms of whiskey history, it is the whiskey. Yep. Um, and their sister distillery to it, they're, they're essentially the same thing. But <laughs> um, Balvenie is just that step in elegance up, and it's the double wood, so it's got um, that sherry finish got in there sherry. as well. So it makes a good sort of contrast and comparison. And then, yeah, Glenfarclas... Mm-hmm. I, we, our opinion of Glenfarclas is that um, it's like a bell curve. You start sort of lower down in the age, and it kind of it's not so good. Gets better, gets better. You hit the fifteen-year-old peak, peak Glenfarclas, mm-hmm. and then interestingly, as you go higher than that, they don't. They yeah, they just don't quite have the. They smooth they don't out. Live up to it, yeah. They they smooth they don't out have the magic, and they don't have the same magic as the fifteen, except for the forty year old. That's pretty good. The forty year old's great, but that that's like a, an exception. Like yep. we we're talk, <laughs> we're talking in normal range. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So then we move to Highland Park. That's kind of a well balanced um introduction to peat. Um. It's not overly peaty. It's got some other nice uh, coastal characteristics in there. Then, yeah, the Talisker and the Ardbeg. I think that the, yeah, the Talisker before the Ardbeg, I think the peating in the Ardbeg is probably a bit more yeah. robust. And look, Ardbeg, Ardbeg's great. Nah, yeah. close on the Ardbeg. Yeah. So my list, 
my list at this end to recap. I'm opening with a Johnny Black just to wet people's palates, just to get their, get, you know, just get ready for some decent single mots coming up. The Open 14 is next, followed by the Glenfiddich 18. Then I'm going to go all the way back to the 12-year-old Glendronic, just for that sherry punch. Um, speaking of sherry, I need some very sherry next. Abuna, the Abelau car strength is number five. Before I close with the Lafroig 10. That sounds like a not too bad tasting, does it? Doesn't that, it? That sounds pretty good. I'm not. I'm not sure about this Johnny Black at the start, but I mean, it, you you followed up with some quality there. So yeah, what can you do? So so my my lineups great for people who like Pete. Yep. For people who hate Pete, they're gonna like go. Yeah. Oh, good start. Mm. Uh, no, what are you doing to us on the finish? So yeah, we'll obviously, see what the listeners think, shall we? We'll we'll go to our independent referee Cleon. Cleon, can you please? Uh, I I was looking drop pretty good until I had to pick a had to pick the JB. Um, yeah, I'm the only one with a cask strength. Yeah, that is true. But um, I think you've just got the the wood on me for some some easier way in with some nice bourbon. Yeah, don't know, don't know. It's a hard one. That's what she said. But it was it was a good exercise. <laughs> it was a good exercise, and that is our Scotland. Unlucky 13. It's... It's a whiskey. Is it risky? Is it frisky? Disky? Biscuity? It could be biscuity. <laughs> uh, we'll work on our tasting notes. Mystery whiskey. It's time for a mystery whiskey. Nice, nice. Well, we probably won't replace the current theme, but um, you know, it'll yep. be it'll be close, right? We are. It is time for a mystery whiskey. I've got one for Ted, and um, I'm going to invite Nick from the future to come and tell us what is going to be torturing Ted. What is it, Nick? Um, let's let Nick from the future tell all our listeners, <sighs> just not Ted from the present. Attention, Earthlings, this is Nick from the future. You will now be hearing Ted talk about a rye whiskey from Archie Rose. If he does not like it, he will be exterminated. Exterminate! 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 Right, now we're back from the future. We're back in the present now, and Ted has got a... Well, it's a rather dark spirit in his glass. It is It is very dark. Um, I, I haven't had this one for too long. I've had it for a little while. But the only way I was going to get Ted to try it first was as a mystery whiskey. Because I really want to know what he thinks of it. What he makes of it. He's confused. I'm He's very that, confused. Is this actually whiskey? Is it whiskey? Yes. Legally? Yeah. No. Ah, legally? Yes, it is whiskey. Yeah, legally. Okay. Yep. It's been matured for a minimum aging time in its country of origin. It's... it's, it's for... A in bit, oak barrels. It's, look, it's it's and got it's been made with a grain. A lemonious lemoniness to it. Gosh, I've only had this once before uh, when I first opened it um, a couple, well, a week ago, two weeks ago, um, and it smells completely different now. Completely it, different. It's really precedence, eh? Odd smelling. Yeah, I I get sort of lemon dishwashing liquid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I can see where you're going with that, but wait till you have a sip. Okay. Because it's I, well. You might completely get lemon dishwashy, but I don't think you will. Hmm. That's mm. that's different. Yeah. That's very different. Mm-hmm. So different. Yeah. So unique. 
No, not so unique. <laughs> we don't use terms like that around here. No. Um, well, you don't. Oh, that's, that's juicy. It's mm. like sort of citrus juice of some kind. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like a blood orange. No? Mandarin. No? Yeah, it, look, that's sort of... Oh. I'm going to go kumquat. Not that I know what kumquat tastes like. Is it from like. the Northern Hemisphere? No. No. So it's from the Southern Hemisphere. No, no, yes. <laughs> it is from the Southern Hemisphere. <laughs> so it's from the Southern Hemisphere. Is it from Straya? Yes. It is from Straya. Is it yeah. from Taswija? No. No, it's mainland. Okay. Yep. Ted, I'm going to let you in on a secret. It's not going to spoil the mystery whiskey, but this is an important secret that many of our listeners will be fascinated to hear. Yes. There's actually quite a few whiskies being made on mainland Australia right now. Yes, this is true. Yeah. I mean, we go on about Tasmania this, Tasmania that, Isle of the Dramed, all the best whiskies, and actually the mainland are doing some good things. And this may or may not be an example of one of them. <laughs> well, we've, we've, I think we've established that it is a mainland one. Yes, but it might not be an example of a good one. Oh, no, right. I, I think it is. I, th- I think for what it is, this is fascinating is and delicious. something by Starwood? No. 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 Um, but I can see where you're going with that because it tastes experimental, doesn't it? Mm. Oh, it's not 23rd Street. Ah, no. No, it's no. not. Um, but you're getting closer. Not necessarily geographically. Have I have I had this distillery before? As far as I'm aware, no. Okay. Is it a newer one then? No. Well, not... Is it yes. from the west of the continent? No. No. Mm. It's a famous one. It's a famous one. Yep. Is this the Archie Rose? Yes, it is. Is this Archie Rose? This is Archie Rose. I guess the Archie Rose on a different mystery whiskey. Holy shit. So this is this is the rye. Release number three, I think. Um, it's number three. It doesn't smell like a rye. Ted, this smells so much like a rye. I don't know. I went, after I had this for the first time, I busted out a Canadian rye and had them side by side, and gosh, they were similar. Maybe I'm just, maybe I'm thinking too much of the Belgrave. Don't Grove. think Belgrave. Yeah. Well, Belgrave that, is an that's, exception. That's what I'm throwing me, because that, that's my main rye sort of experience. Yeah, third batch. This is the Archie Rose third batch. I bought it from their website. It's got a very cool box. It's got a hexagonal box. It's it's a lot of fun. This box, yeah. And all the writings on. The, I've got a I've been, I've massive been wanting to try this for ages. Massive, massive credit to the Archie Rose market. No, like packaging team because it is a beautiful setup. A lovely thick booklet. Well, it's mainly all their products, like different bits and pieces. But all the spiel on there, it's it's beautiful. The actual bottle itself is beautiful. I need so, to drink more rye whiskeys. I think because yeah. because as I was just saying, my knowledge of rye is very much tainted. Well, nicely tainted by Belgrave. Yeah. All right then. I'm gonna say, right. Let's uh, let's just get a cheeky bit of Canada next side by side. Okay. Give me a give me a small sip of some Canadian stuff, and let's let's see what happens. Yeah, it's a spot of the old lot forty. All right. So, going for a bit of a nose on the Archie Rose, and then let's have a gander at the lot forty. Ted's about to tell me they taste exactly the same. They don't taste exactly the same. They taste similar, but the Archie Rose is a lot better. Yeah. No, I agree. I'd say the palette of the Archie Rose is streets ahead, but there's similarities on the nose. Yeah, yeah. I've been, yeah, really curious to try the Archie Rose for a long time, and mm. Ted, it's fascinating. It's 120 bucks. That's great. Or 125 or something. It's mm. not that expensive. It's got a cool box, and it's only 120 bucks. Yep. I ordered it straight from their website. 
I actually got done by an Instagram ad. Yeah, really? That's, it proves that advertising works. And I don't normally even take any notice of ads, but targeted advertising, Archie Rose, Price, Hexagonal Box, I, I got sucked in. And I'm pleased I did because it's thick, it's gooey, it's juicy. It's I actually juicy. thought when I first tried it, because I didn't know what sort of casking it was, I thought that it was some sort of wine cask or sherry mm. cut. Not sherry. No, not sherry. Not I think sherry. more wine I cask. Was, I thought it was some sort of wine cask, but it's not. Bourbon nope. casking? No. Nope. You want to guess again? Is it port or nope. sherry? Nope. Uh, oh, is it virgin? It's virgin oak. Three years or something in virgin oak. Actually, it's a Solera. So 50% of yeah. release number two. So I think that's where it's taken a bit of the here. edge out of the... Yeah. Um, and this is the thing. I'm now really excited for batch number four. Yeah. This is great. Okay. This whiskey has completely made me realize that I need to drink more rye because, as I've said before and I'll say again now, I think I've drunk too much Belgrove and that's given me a skewed perspective of what a rye is. Yep. This is this is really different to the Belgrove and I want to try more of stuff like this because this is, this is great. Mm. It's just this syrupy... It's thick, this viscous mm. mouthfeel. Mm. And it's, yeah, it's spicy still. Like, it's 46%, yeah. but it's not cast strength. But it's got this spicy flavor to it, which is what a good rice should have, as, as I'm led to believe, not being an expert on rice. Mm. It but, does have that spiciness to it. Yeah. Um, it's something different for the Tasman... Sorry, for the Australian whiskey scene. <laughs> Don't mess that up. No, <laughs> better not. It's, it is something different. Like, Belgrove is a thing of its own. Um, but this is more of a... Uh, standard sort of rye, but yeah. with an Australian twist. And yeah. it's exciting. And yeah, I think as much as Archie Rose we've been like hearing about for years and we're like, mm. surely they'll, they'll release something whiskey related soon. Yeah, I think they're going to be massive. Yeah. I think I they're going to absolutely smash I the Australian whiskey like scene. I would like to congratulate Dave Withers and his team for putting out what is a phenomenal product. You've Yeah, you've really made me want to re-look and sort of think about stuff that I'm drinking because, yeah, it tastes so much different to what I'm expecting. That excites me mm. and, and I short, think it's really good. Yeah, a short Archie Rose anecdote. I w- entered a ballot for their Iron Bark Smoked Rye mm. yeah. release and I won the ballot. Yes. And I was like, oh, I'll get onto that. I might buy it. And then two days later, my link expired. So now I don't have access to ah, it. Ah, lame. Yeah, I know, I know. But they might not have sold out, so okay. might not well, be Dave, late. if you're listening, send us a bit and we'll review it. Do you yeah. work at Archie Rose? If so, <laughs> I look. This send makes, us a carrier pigeon. This whiskey makes me really excited. Me and, too. Yeah, when I I've, first tried it the other week, I was like, like it's different. It's not like a, a big overing port bomb. It's something completely different to that. But I just, I just got really excited, mm. and um, that's why, I, yeah, I saved it to the last mystery whiskey of our recording block because right. I wanted to share it with you. We must we must uh, stop waxing lyrical about it now. True, but, but um, I look forward to talking pick. more about Archie Rose in the future. Great packaging, great whiskey. I'm, yeah, interested. Yep. Very interested. Oh, yeah. The future is Archie Rose. So okay. we're, we're, uh, we're having a man versus booze moment here. Okay. And we are breaking the seal to yep. show it's real. Ooh. I've just broken the seal. It's real. Whiskey. Would you rather? Okay, Nick. Mm. Whiskey, would you rather? I'm ready. Oh, I'm not ready. Yes, I'm ready. No, I'm okay. not. Yeah, go on. Whiskey, would you rather? Yes. There be no bourbon casking. Ever. Ever. Right. Or no 
sherry slash port casking. So you can basically like it's a pick between sherry aged sherry slash port. I'm gonna sort of, sort of go the heavier fruity whiskies mm-hmm. or your bourbony ones. Now on the surface, this sounds like an easy choice because my preference is sherry slash port. So so let let's make a law that the bourbon is still in the picture, mm-hmm. but we're ignoring it. But they there is a there is a rule. Donald Trump has brought in a rule which says <laughs> they have to burn all the barrels after they made the bourbon because he doesn't want other countries <laughs> to be able to access them. Yep, and they make pretty bonfires. Yeah, yeah. Now, even with all this uh, Donald Trump and going on, um, I, I'd say that initially my thoughts go straight to, well, why would you why would you not choose port and sherry? Because that seems like the to, to, from my tastes, the more obvious choice. But if you think about all the whiskies in the world that would disappear if bourbon casking wasn't a thing, I think you would reduce whiskey production by 80%, mm. possibly more. And that means prices for whiskey would go up. They'd at least double. They'd probably triple because of the scarcity of casks. Like, you've got to somehow produce all this freaking bottom shelf without a single bourbon cask yep so i've thought through the logistics i've thought through the consequences i've thought through everything and i'm still going to choose sherry as my choice <laughs> yep. my I thought, sherry I thought, import I thought my that's choice. what you would do yep um yeah and no, i'm still going to choose sherry import but you made me think i did make I, it's it a made more me com- think as you say it's a more complex question mm. than it may initially sort of seem so mm-hmm. What would you do? Please send us in that big fat carrier pigeon and yep. let us know. We don't want any skinny carrier pigeons here. <laughs> no. It needs to be big and fat to get its way all the way down here. Yep. Plump. From all our listeners in America. Yep. Yeah. No, well, thanks for the whiskey would you rather, Ted. Hope I did it justice. I think you did. Clockwise, lefty, loosey, righty. No, I'm, this has not gone well. Just you've got to tighten your swivelly thing, dude. Yeah, I know. Drinking buddies. Well, so Paul, tell us about what you are drinking at the moment. So I am actually drinking the it's uh, what do we call Ala whiskey? It's the same guys that make Brucladi, so it's the Brucladi distillery for a lot, uh, but it's the Port Charlotte. And their Port Charlotte is a... It's a couple of different variations. They've got the Scottish Barley Malt and they've got the Isla Barty Malt. Barley Malt. You can tell I've had a few drams, that's why I'm saying that. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> so the difference between it is how much they peat the whiskey. The Isla Barley Malt, I believe... Uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, I could be wrong. I think the Isla one is more peated. Is that right? Well, it's certainly been made on Isla. Well, yeah, that it's always possibly helps. correct. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, there's a, and I believe the variation isn't that much. However, it's fifty percent alcohol as opposed to your traditional diluted down to forty to forty-three percent. Yeah, just, just a peasant malt. Yeah, your peasant fifty percent. Easy, yeah. easy. So, but the thing is, it's such an easy peated whiskey to drink because that high smokiness that you get from the amount of peat that's in that whiskey, it actually balances out with the 50% alcohol. So you're left with this really beautiful balanced whiskey, which gives you all these really complex flavours, 
and gets you just as drunk as you want to be. Hey. hey. <laughs> no, but genuinely, it's it's a really beautiful balanced whiskey and it's one that I can actually just sip and enjoy constantly without having to go, oh my God, I've just actually drank quite a lot and that's me, I'm going to move on to something else. <laughs> no, it's a good whiskey. It's very, very ba- well balanced. Ah, oh, you guys, all three of you out there, I hope that th- uh, three of you have Scottish influences as well and, I, and that my accent takes you back to the motherland. And uh, No, I hope you've enjoyed my enjoyment of whiskey and can taste what I'm tasting. Um, so, yeah, enjoy. Nice. Uh, a bit of footsies before we start. Smash Session or Saber! I have got a Smash Session or Saber for you, Teddy Boy. One, two, three, four, I declare a smash session shaver war. Well, it might become a war because you're not going to like me when Mm. you hear these whiskeys. Bugger off. Okay, then. So, here are your three. Johnny Walker, Black Label. Yeah, okay. Jamison's. Yeah, okay. And Maker's Mark. What would you do, listeners? What would you do? Ted's thinking. He's got his thinking face on. um, All right. I'm going to smash down that uh, Maker's Mark because I just... Bleh. Well, it's, it's bourbon, isn't it? It's, it's not too offensive. It tastes like bourbon. You could session a maker's mark, oh, could you? No. Oh, God. Actually, oh, no. But should, I be sm- <laughs> should I be smashing the black? I, I, okay. I What I'm going to come out and say is I'm going to session the Jamos. Yep, because it is a sessioning whiskey. You'd probably be happy with that. I general. would be perfectly happening, yep. happy smashing, uh, sessioning the Jamos. Yep. Oh, but that leaves me the one or the other of to to. Uh, <laughs> I think, I think, I think, I think that I could savor a Johnny Walker Black Label, so sit on it for a longer period than I could with the smacking you in the face bourbon. It's 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 like teabagging you with its bourbonness. <laughs> Um, of the maker's mark, so I'm gonna I'm gonna smash that maker's mark. I'm going to happily session the um jamos, and I'm gonna feel a bit grumpy about <laughs> sessioning the black label. But yeah, I I can't really come at that maker's mark. <laughs> yeah, I I see what you mean about savoring the black label because the Jamisons is the best sessioning whiskey there. But what's the best here, like? <laughs> I think the very best you could say about all three is they're a sessioning whiskey. There's no savouring whiskies here. No. There are none. Um, and I, I still don't know what I'm going to do. All right, I'm going to... I'm going to... No, I'm going to do exactly the same as you. I'm going to smash the Maker's Mark, session the Jamos, and savour the Black Label. As much as that's weird, let's save and savour some Black Label together, Ted. Uh, I found it was double black. I know, we could savour that one. We could do it. Have I got waveforms appearing? Yes, we do. Are they like um, dumpers or are they like uh, breakers? Maybe rollers? Um, I would say sort of moderately small crashing wavy things. Excellent. Dashing through the snow, whiskey glass in hand, drinking all the drams. Santa's up his head. (laughs) (laughs) I love it, Ted. I love it. Not quite, not quite the uh, Christmassy conclusion that I had in mind, but um, I think we'll have to go with it. Um, 
Well, I don't know. There's something like um, we did a doom doom doom. You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not mix Tasmania whiskey with Coke because I'm telling you why. Whiskey waffles come in to town. I got a few ooh, verses there. Ooh, yeah. Last Christmas, I gave you my dram. The very next day, you drunk it in front of me and made me really upset that I didn't get to try some. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Working I think, out. I think, I think the people are already like sick of Christmas enough without us waffling on at them. So Yeah, that's probably enough. But um, thank you very much for everyone for tuning into our... Our 2019 Christmas episode of Whiskey Waffle. It's ho 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 from me, and Ted. It's ho 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 uh, from me, Nick. And uh, most importantly, keep on waffling. Please, if you've liked what we've been doing, and if you haven't eaten it, send us a carrier pigeon. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Christmas carrier pigeons. Make sure you send us one with a little Santa hat on his head. Mm. Yeah, keep on waffling. And Merry Christmas. Yep. Also, good night. Whiskey Waffle recommends you drink whiskey responsibly and only if you're above the legal drinking age in your country. Our lawyers made us say that. Or at least, they would have if we actually had lawyers. Last Christmas, I gave you my dram. The very next day, you drunk it in front of me and made me really upset that I didn't get to try some. <laughs> <laughs>